Hey friend, this is Ryan Thomas. We're so blessed and grateful you're listening to On the Road and supporting Faith Radio. You are quite simply the best and we appreciate you so much. Enjoy the show. Discovering stories of courage, determination, and hope. Welcome to Faith Radio's On the Road. Now, here's Ryan Thomas. It's a story of facing the unexpected, finding real identity, and overcoming life's biggest challenges with great faith. Overcomer is the sixth film from the movie-making Kendrick Brothers, following on the heels of their 2015 release War Room, which rose to become the number one movie in theaters across North America. Alex Kendrick co-writes, directs, and stars in this year's hit movie release, and Overcomer is out on digital Tuesday and available on DVD and Blu-ray December the 17th just in time for Christmas. Welcome to the show, good sir. How is the day treating you so far, sir? It's been a great day so far. Very, very grateful. Uh, Hope you're doing well. Doing great, sir. Thanks so much for the question. Well, uh, so many of us will have seen the film, Alex, but a quick review for those who have and a quick sketch for those who haven't. Overcomer takes us to a town where the main source of employment, this local factory, has just closed down. And this throws so many people's lives into a place of confusion, including your character, the basketball coach, John Harrison's. What are some of the big challenges that the movie depicts John and the other characters facing down? Well, a lot of us put our identity in something other than what it's supposed to be in, which is in our creator. And John Harrison, like many of us, he struggles with the situation he finds himself in regarding his job. When his job changes pretty dramatically and he loses uh, part of his income, he has to uh, change sports. He goes from a basketball coach with a great team to losing his team due to some issues in his town. He is given the cross-country program. He doesn't like cross-country, and he ends up with only one runner, and it's a 15-year-old girl with asthma. So it's about as bad as it could get as far as the (laughs) coach is concerned. And so he's dealing with who he is, and a lot of people – especially men, if you lose, take away their job, they struggle with who they are. And um, we have a tendency to put our identity in things that can change in our feelings and our circumstances. When God says, you are who I say you are. And when we are in Christ, he spells out in scripture what that means. And it is an incredible thing to embrace. And uh, when, a, when someone really knows who they are, it really changes the way they live. Yeah, so well said. And want to explore that even more as we go forward. But I really came to identify with your character. There's an entertaining scene when you're coming to grips with your new role that you just described. And in fact, on a run yourself, when you simply declare, I'm going to die. <laughs> what was it about Coach John that you really identified with? It may be too, some things about him that you had to understand sort of from outside of yourself as a person. That's right. You know, in the movie, and actually I have done this in real life, thinking that, you know, my body could still respond as it did in my 20s when I am uh, outside with one of my six children, and uh, they all ran cross-country, and when I thought I could keep up with them, uh, running around the block at their pace, I literally thought I was going to die. And uh, so I put that in the movie. 
Um, the coach is trying to figure out the ins and outs of cross country, and he goes in a run himself and realizes it is a very hard sport. <laughs> and uh, so we play that for humor in the film, but it'll give people an appreciation, I think, for, uh, for the sport. So it, w- it was a fun scene to film. Uh, it's it's so good, and it ties in well with something that your character says earlier in the film. Right, cross country isn't a real sport, but you come to <laughs> come to change your mind about that fairly quickly. Exactly. Yeah, it's you know watching all of my kids do it. It's, it's you know I realize it's the only sport where from the time the contest starts to the time you cross the finish line, you do not stop or take any breaks at all. Or at least you're wow. not supposed to. Whereas you know watching my kids play basketball, football, or or some other sport, baseball, there, there are plays and then breaks between the plays, and then you do another play. So in cross-country, you do not stop until it's over. And so it's, it, it can be a very grueling sport. So the film has made over $35 million at the box office on a budget that was just a sliver of that. So obviously, business-wise, I mean, that's a success any way you look at it. But I know that for you guys, success means so much more than those numbers. Why do you think that this story has resonated with people the way that it has? And what has it been like to see that play out? We all want to be loved. We all want to be valued and have a sense of identity that we're supposed to be here in this life. We're supposed to have a, have, have a purpose and a path. And, and the Lord wants that for us, but he wants to be the center of it. He wants to be recognized as God, the one who created us, and have a relationship with us. So the desire to be loved and, and to belong is, is natural for everybody. It's when we seek the solution to that desire outside of God that we find ourselves in trouble. This culture is debating identity right now. We're saying as a culture, maybe your identity should come from your feelings, including switching genders or, or attraction. And uh, your feelings can change. Really putting your identity in anything that can change is dangerous. Scripture would allude to putting your identity in the most uh, stable foundation, and that is in Christ. He's the one that loves us, knows us, and has the authority to tell us who we are. And so uh, trusting yourself to the one who created you, there's no better place. Psalm, Psalm 139 talks about that God formed us in our mother's womb, knows all of our thoughts, knows every word before we say it, and sees all of our days before we've lived them. <laughs> that talk about knowing someone, yes. my goodness. And then he also loves us more than anyone could ever love us to the point where he would send his son Jesus Christ to die for our sins. And then finally, having the authority to tell us who we are. It's interesting. I I learned this lesson firsthand with my daughter, Joy. She also plays basketball. She made the varsity girls team as a freshman and did not ever think she would start. When the coach called her over after the third game and said, you are good enough to start, you're going to start from now on. She said, no, coach, I'm, I'm the youngest. There are older girls that want to play first. He said, Joy, I am the coach. I determine who the starters are. If I say you're a starter, you're a starter. Mm-hmm. And she became a starter, not because she felt like it or even felt she deserved it, because the coach said it to her. He's the one in authority. God, as our authority, tells us who we are, and that's when we need to embrace what he says regardless of our circumstances. So there it is, the heart of the movie expressed so well by Mr. Alex Kendrick today on the road for Faith Radio. Alex co-writes, directs, and stars in this year's hit movie release, Overcomer, out on Digital Tuesday, available on DVD and Blu-ray December the 17th. 
You know, the shorthand of the Kendrick brothers is a phrase that will be widely familiar to faith-based moviegoers. And you and your brothers, Stephen and Shannon, teamed up to craft this picture as well. And you you co-wrote, directed, and played the role of Coach John. Stephen co-wrote and produced. Shannon serves as the movie's executive producer. Just a couple questions that spring off from this really special and unique partnership. First of all, could you have imagined when you guys first set out to make movies that you'd still be doing this and have found the success that you have both from a, a ministry and a critical perspective? No, we did not expect it. You know, we started with a uh, small movie called Flywheel that was meant for the community. That was our scope. I had always wanted to tell stories in movie form. Uh, we we loved uh, making silly little videos growing up, and as the Lord <laughs> captured our hearts, you know, getting older, we, we began to build a desire to say, God, we want to tell stories. We want to do the kind of stories that would draw people to uh, a relationship with you. And so this time doing Overcomer, uh, again, you know, we always pray for the idea and we felt God prompting us to focus on identity in him and how important that is, especially for the church. And so from a movie that's meant for the community, you know, facing the giants, fireproof followed, uh, courageous and war room. And each one has done more than we thought possible. And we believe that's because God is saying, you know, when, when you offer your gifts and abilities to me, when you don't, do not compromise and seek me, and he says he wants to be found. In um, Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen is one of my favorite verses. He says, if you seek me, you will find me if you seek me with your whole heart. So we, we, we don't find him in the, in the, the way that he can do so, such incredible things when we are half-hearted about that, you know. He wants to be sought. He wants to be chased and, and, and loved. That's what he wanted from Israel. Um, so with all this movie stuff, we say, God, we want to tell the stories you want us to tell. We want your blessing on it, and we will not compromise or do anything you do not want us to do. And when we have had that attitude, we have seen him do things we cannot explain. And he gets the credit for it because we, did, we didn't know it was going to happen. It's such an amazing story. I mean, this, this kernel of an idea that turns into these incredible films. And to see Hollywood really start to take notice of this as well is something so special. But, you know, as somebody who does this on so many different levels of so the production process, what is it about a feature film, this story that's beautifully told, it has a hold on our hearts that that is something that's that's pretty tough to describe. I mean, if you tried to describe it, what what do you think you'd say? Telling a story on a huge screen with the music and the uh, the context, and you're watching it at least in a theater with other people and experiencing it. There's something very unique and special about that. You know, Jesus would tell stories to the masses in parable form. And, um, and they're, of course, they're imagining what he's saying, but everyone loves a good story, especially one that makes you think, that, that convicts you, that touches your heart. And we can make a movie, but only God can change the heart. So it's an mm. honor to make a story in a format that people come and they're exclusively focused on the story. The thing we like about theaters is you've bought a ticket to come in there and you're not, you know, you're not allowing other things to distract you. You're exclusively focused on this story for an hour and a half to two hours in front of you. And when somebody's that focused, then we can, you know, present characters they can identify with, that they'll go through this emotional journey with. And by the end, hopefully their heart is tender 
uh, tender to um, hearing the truth of God's word. And, and when we do that, we've, we've seen incredible response. And, and of course, that's the Lord touching their heart. But it's just an honor to do it in this format in theaters. I don't know why, but I really liked the first way you pronounced the word tender. That was such a cool way to say that word. I think we need to start actually saying it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Alex Kendrick joining us today on the road. He co-writes, directs, and stars in this year's hit movie release, Overcomer, out on Digital Tuesday, available on DVD and Blu-ray, December the 17th. Just another question stemming from just what a special thing this is to do with your brothers. I mean, it's simple, but it's profound. How cool is it to be able to do something this meaningful with your brothers? Well, we love it. You know, each of the three of us have a, have a different skill set. And so uh, Shannon is the most structured. He's the executive producer. So he, he makes sure that uh, the structure of the project is in place from legal, uh, insurance, um, you know, rights, all that kind of stuff is in place. And of course we need that. Stephen and I are a little more toward the storytelling and ministry aspect of it. Um, Stephen, uh, ministry is his heartbeat and he loves drawing people to the Lord. So the spiritual components of the movie and, and our books, by the way, are primarily driven from Stephen's skill set. The story, the directing, editing, acting, that kind of stuff, that's, that's, uh, tends to be the area that I focus on and lead. And so each of us work hand-in-hand hand together. We love working together. Our families love one another and are close. And it's just it's an honor to do it. Um, and so I, I really wouldn't have it any other way. You know, we trust each other as brothers in Christ and then biological brothers, and it's just it's been a blessing to work with them. You know, you talked about uh, moments ago the way that watching your daughter's experience on the basketball court helped to really drive home this notion of true identity to you. You talked about others who have really showcased that for you in your life as well. Who else do you point to that's really showed you sort of the path to discovering true unshakable identity? Uh, my father, uh, he changed the course of our family lineage. You know, we had had some generations that were not honoring to God, uh, to God at all. And, and my dad said, this chain's going to break. We're going to start a new family line and he did not allow any of the things that are commonly uh, known to wreck families and marriages. And he said, uh, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And he and my mom, uh, when they got married, they dedicated their home and each of us to the Lord when we were born. And we saw uh, an incredible um, devotion to prayer and to God growing up. So I, I felt like that helped provide the launching pad for what God called us to do. So you know, when you honor the Lord, the blessings filter down to the next generation. If we do not honor the Lord, the consequences filter down to the next generation. And so we're very grateful for that. So I'd point to my, my father and my parents first. Um, beyond that, I've had a number of really good friends, accountability partners, and people that walked with us to help us uh, grow in the faith, understand who we are in Christ, and to live that out. And um, men at our church and people that we've walked in life with. And, mm. and so, yeah, you, you, we've got to operate as the church body. We're not supposed to do it alone. And, uh, and it, that's, that's part of the purpose of the body of Christ in the church is to walk with one another, encourage one another, and help one another. That You know, that's interesting that you point to that because it does seem to show up again and again as a theme throughout your movies, throughout the stories that you tell. It's a concept of community, right? And it is a little bit countercultural in 
Our world has become, you know, more interconnected than ever, but yet we've sort of lost touch with that sense of community in some ways. Is that as important to you as it would seem to be? It is. You know, family is incredibly important and the church body is incredibly important. We are all gifted and wired differently to bring glory to God in respective ways. I know what lane I'm supposed to run in, if I can use that analogy. And, um, and, and I'm supposed to help other people run in their lane, not by jumping over in their lane, but by running beside them, encouraging them, and helping them. But, uh, you know, none of us are meant to be um, uh, the center of the focus. None of us are meant to be taking any glory or honor that belongs to God but we are supposed to run in such a way to please him. And of course he blesses us or can bless us in the process if we're walking with him. So I need the church. I need the church around me. I need brothers and sisters in Christ praying for me, helping me grow. And then people that I can serve and help grow as well. And that's, that's what we're here to do. So my skill set only accomplishes so much. I need other people with different skill sets praying along with me, working alongside of me to reach more people. And that's one thing I love about working with my brothers. We're different. And, and that's one thing I love about doing movies. We'll have 100, 150 crew members with various skill sets working together for one goal and one purpose. And I, and I love that. I think it's a picture of the body of Christ. One of the amazing things about this story is that your films have have come to be so critically acclaimed. But of course, as part of the story, we know on, on a number of your movies, there were actually volunteers from your church that were working as part of the film crew as well. Is that still the case? So we did the first four movies with primarily our home church, that's Sherwood, where, where we're still there. We still attend that church. Um, but the other films, War Room and Overcomer, since we shot it in different cities, we invited the churches throughout the community to come help of various denominations. Huh. And in both both cities, we had over 80 churches help us make those films. <laughs> they may have come out wow. to to be on the prayer team or the, or the, you know, help with the food or hospitality or transportation, or in some cases be on the, you know, crew and help us literally with the lights and cameras and things like that. Um, so we loved having the body of Christ around us praying for us. We had a, it was funny, one of the members of Sony came down to check and see how the production was going. Then we showed them the wardrobe department and the lighting department, camera department, and then the prayer department. And they were like, what is this? And you have, you have eight people in there praying at any given time while working on the movie. And I said, well, prayer to us is the lifeblood of what we do and uh, making sure we're honoring to God. And that was such a new concept for them. But they see the results of it. They see that these movies are doing really well. And, and so they were like, okay, well, it's working. Keep going. So, you know, so for us, we have opportunities on set, uh, even outside of the movie, to, uh, to reflect our faith and to walk with the Lord. So that's, that was fun to do. Wow, that really is cool. Thanks for that. That's a, that's a cool tidbit right there. Mr. Alex Kendrick with us today, co-writes, directs, and stars in this year's hit movie release, Overcomer. Out on Digital Tuesday, available on DVD and Blu-ray, December the 17th. Can't help but think, you know, when you first stepped into this faith-based filmmaking space six feature films ago, I believe it's fair to say that space was not nearly as populated as it is today. And how special is it for you to just sort of look around and see how this medium has grown and, and really, as you just said, how Hollywood has recognized just how much of a hunger there is for stories like the ones that you tell? Well, there are more faith films being made, and the quality is starting to rise, which is something all of us want. You know, there are movies out there that are 
they're very low budget and they struggle with, you know, we call it the cheese factor or whatnot. But as movies are, are getting better, as these filmmakers are getting more and more experienced, the quality is starting to rise. So other movies that we did not work on, you know, The Case for Christ, I can only imagine some of these movies that are being made today, um, there's one being made right now called I Still Believe. We're very excited about these because they're made with excellent quality and incredible stories um, of faith, and in some cases they're true stories, some cases they're just well-told stories, but we love that, and we're trying to improve our own quality. We think that's honoring to God. Take what you've learned and apply it to the next project, and so uh, there is room for more to be made. You know, the, the Christian film arena is getting more crowded, but is not overcrowded, so we welcome people coming in and, and growing and learning alongside of us, and uh, can't wait to see what the next five to ten years is going to look like. It is very exciting. It really is. Well, you've released a companion book to the film as well. It's called Defined. Can you give us a sense of what the heart of that resource is, sir? Yeah, this this is no fluff book. This book will really challenge who you are and where you get your identity from. It is great for the church or really for, for anybody. All of us have to answer the question, what do I allow to define me? Is it my race, my money, my feelings? Is it my faith? Is it the situation in life that I find myself? And then we go to Scripture and what Scripture talks about, uh, you know, as far as what we allow to define us. And identity is so crucial because you, your, your behavior will reflect what you believe your identity is. You know, and, and so and the devil knows this, so he goes after people's identity. It's interesting to note that even Jesus, when he went into the wilderness and was tempted by the devil— the devil kept kept testing his identity. He said, if you are the Son of God, turn these rocks to bread, or if you are the Son of God, jump mm-hmm. off the temple. But Jesus knew who he was. He didn't fall for that. Well, if, if the devil goes after the identity of the Son of God, what do you think he does to you and me? Mm-hmm. He does, does not want us to realize that in Christ we are loved and chosen and adopted and saved and you know justified and redeemed and all these incredible things Ephesians chapter 1 talks about. Because once we embrace that and know who we are in Christ, then it it impacts the way we live. And so uh, identity is a huge, huge thing. And so that's what this book is about, uh, defined who God says you are. And it's a deep topic, but we encourage people to get the book, read one chapter at a time. Don't just read the whole thing. Read one chapter at a time and chew on it a little while. Because when we did it working on the book, it really... Uh, deepened our own sense of how crucial identity is and how important it is to embrace it in Christ. Well, wow. So much uh, wisdom today, so much hope from Alex Kendrick. He co-writes, directs, and stars this year's hit movie release, Overcomer. It's out on Digital Tuesday, available on DVD and Blu-ray, December the 17th, just in time for Christmas. And, sir, obviously available wherever fine films uh, are sold, but... If people do want to learn more about you, this incredible journey that the Kendrick brothers have walked together, where's the best place to start on the web, sir? Well, for Kendrick brothers, you can go to kendrickbrothers.com. For Overcomer and all the resources, you can go to overcomermovie.com, and then you can click on resources. It's, you know, learn about the DVD. By the way, when the DVD comes out uh, here uh, shortly, we packed that with as much behind-the-scenes material as possible. People will love to see the process, the bloopers, uh, even the special effects. People don't realize how many special effects are in this movie. There's a lot. 
Oh, and cool. uh, that, that whole process uh, that we went through. So everything that we would want to see in a movie, we tried to put on this. You're going to laugh and, uh, and, and just being, it's very insightful. So I can't wait for people to see the DVD along with all the special features. We've talked so much about identity and th- those comments that you made about uh, Satan and Jesus and the temptation just shed so much light on why we see so much confusion about identity in our world today. I mean, it just makes so much deductive sense when you put it that way. But maybe somebody is listening today and just struggling with identity in some way. And it's just been something that they've been wrestling with for some time. What would you say to that person today? That God knows you, loves you, has the authority to tell you who you are, and, and our struggle is when we find our identity in something other than the one who created us. And God says, uh, you know, come to me, all you who are weary or heavy laden, I will give you rest. He says in Romans ten thirteen, whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And who is that Lord? Well, that's Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ says himself, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man comes to God the Father except through me. So Jesus is that way. He's the one that will save you. He's the one that says, I will give you the identity I intended for you. And that's the an identity of, of knowing that you're loved, that you're adopted spiritually, that you're chosen and saved. That That's what I did. That's what so many others have done. And so you can call on the Lord today and say, would you say, would you forgive me for my sin? Give, make me a new creation, as you said you would do. Change my heart and, and, and give me an identity in you. That's what he wants to do, and, uh, and that can be done just by putting faith in him. Well, what a way to end it. One more time, the new movie is called Overcomer, out on digital Tuesday, the DVD, the Blu-ray releasing December the 17th. The gentleman we've been speaking to today co-writes, directs, and stars in the film, Mr. Alex Kendrick. Sir, what an absolute pleasure to have you here today. Thank you so much for your time and for, for sharing this story with us. Great to talk to you, Ryan. God bless you. Thanks for sharing in the story of this latest episode of Faith Radio's On the Road. For more on today's conversation and the full podcast archive of all our episodes, look for On the Road when you visit MyFaithRadio.com. Thanks so much for listening to On the Road. Programming like this happens because of your incredible support. You can learn more about partnering financially at MyFaithRadio.com. And we'd be so glad to connect with you during the week on social media. Just search for On the Road with Ryan Thomas on Facebook. And our Twitter handle is at OnTheRoadRyan. Until next time, God bless you, my friend.